I would ask them to determine what success means to them. Not the internet, not their friends, but what is success for you? And then I want them to understand that they have the tools that they need to be successful. Now, if they don't feel like they have the tools, start with building your confidence. It might be the biggest hurdle, but it might be the only hurdle. What, um, what's a specific lesson in Edwin that you've done that you felt was successful and you felt that really engaged your students? And can you walk us through what that looked like? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I actually planned a unit around some of the resources in ELA. With the, We did a vlogs, blogs, and podcast, oh my, was the unit title. Um, and so Edwin has like, blog part one, blog part two, blog part three and four. And so I started it with just showing them different types of blogs and we got into it that way. And, and then I grabbed um, from the blog part one, we fully went through, they have like a Pear Deck um, slideshow where the students were able to, as we were learning about topic, theme, um, purpose and audience, they were telling me what they want to do their topic on, their purpose, their audience, as we were going through the lesson. So I was instantly getting back from them what they were planning for their own blog. And then we got started from there. And over the course of like about two and a half weeks, we worked through the four parts. Um, part two was really useful because like this um, demonstrated point of view and perspective really well. And um, I paired that with a video from um, the YouTube channels called Screen Rant. And it's a guy that plays both perspectives, goes back and forth. So I used that to help show um, like the points of view. Uh, we watched the one that was Soul Pitch Meeting. And anyways, he talks to himself back and forth. And so I paired that with the blogs part two. By the time we got to using like parts three and four, for the Edwin resource, some of the students were already, they're good to go. They started on their blogs and they were just going. So they didn't need parts three and four as much. Um, so in parts three and four, it talks more about like the techniques and the conventions. And this is something that some students already had a handle on. So this is where I used it more for differentiation. Like in part three, some students still needed a lot more help understanding the conventions and techniques to exp be more expressive in their blog and to um, uh, just to be able to add voice and all that. So we worked through that and together made a blog as if my cat were writing it. Um, to yeah, kind you, of just, you just want to share over. You just want to share over. Let's say what now? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm so the in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we actually pretended to be my cat, uh, Viego, and he, we we're pretending he was like angry at his humans for not feeding him enough and um, waking them up at four in the morning and all that. And then part four has a really good, um, like in putting it all together, they pull in a photo essay. So I had some students who were like doing reviews on memes, but they weren't captioning them and they weren't, um, resources they were just putting up a bunch of memes so I showed them the um, 
of detecting women on screen by Michelle Lee and um, showed them like, look how this all comes together with the caption and the blue glasses. And then they put some captions on their names, had a theme going on, and it, it worked really well to get them going with the project. I love that. I want to do that project. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I was actually thinking is this sounds amazing to share on the Edwin community. Yes. I what immediately came to mind was three teacher names who would be all over this and would just love. Would you consider sharing it, Madison, with folks on the community? Oh, for sure. I'll clean it up a little and then um, put it out as like a unit or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, whatever you want. And you know what? We post stuff on there that is not cleaned up. Like, <laughs> don't, don't take any more of your time. Your time is so valuable. Like just throw it up as is and people can do with it what they want. But what a great idea. Um, I love it too, because you, again, I think that there's a theme here. Like you really know how to relate to your students where they're at. Like kids are into like virtual blogging and, and all of those like blogging. Um, so, you know, sneakily teaching them those skills through like, you know, doing a blog, doing like memes. Um, I think your students must have been engaged and must have loved it. Um, did you find that, so when you pulled the collections from Edwin, um, did you find it easy to like differentiate, modify, customize those collections to make it suit for your class? Oh yeah, like I just typed in like, so the captions was a big struggle. Like how do I get them doing more than just posting memes? And so like I typed in like picture blog and then that drew me to the picture essay part of the resource I was already using. And so then I dove a little deeper and then it's like, okay, perfect. And then like anytime I was like hitting a wall with where can we go next with the students and where can we like make this better and more expressive, I would just type in kind of what I was looking for and resources I never knew were there were just popping up and I could look through them and then pick what I wanted that would fit that student. That's awesome. That's like uh, an ideal ideal experience, right, Sherry? I was, I was just gonna say, you're like the Edwin poster child. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you're doing with it, this is our dream. You know, as classroom success team facilitators, we support teachers and students across the country, literally, and in other countries. Jody actually supports teachers in other countries. And um, and it's it's our dream to have teachers like yourself, Madison, say, I found this in Edwin and I made it work for my students in this way. And I found this in Edwin and I was so happy to have found this. And it's just, it's wonderful to hear the rich um, teaching and pedagogical practices that are coming from this awesome resource, this tool that, you know, can do magical things in the right hands and your hands are the right hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost worried that I was overusing it because like just being a fresh graduate my resource bank while a lot of teachers really supported me and like were dumping resources at me out of internship um is still very limited so like i was worried that i was almost leaning on it too much but it's so diverse that like i can use it in science and social and ela and math and not like feel like the students are um, being kind of pushed into one direction or one corner of like, this is the only way to learn. Cause even though I'm using it a fair bit, it's not one way of learning. 
I totally got goosebumps. I am horripilating right now. That's the real word, horripilating. I just got goosebumps from that. Thank you. <laughs> Madison, when you consider um, how quickly educational technologies are changing and adapting, because Edwin was started just over two years ago. It started off as a very basic library, um, and we've just added and expanded and adapted and have grown since then. Um, for example, when we first started off, we didn't have any of those math manipulatives, but teachers were asking us for it. They said that it's a need. They, they need that to support their students. So now we have um, many options for teachers to choose from. But what is a functionality or a tool or something that you think would really help you and your students that you would love to see created or changed or adapted um, to Edwin or just something that you've thought of on your own? So this is one of those things where it's like, if you're gonna bring like a problem, bring a solution. And I've been thinking about it, but I don't have a solution yet. But one thing that I do want is I want, I want a better way of assessing students. Like I find that a lot of the things when we're checking out what their understanding is or how well they comprehend something, a lot of students and like myself as well, when I was a student struggled with the assessment, not the knowledge. And so like just finding a way that we can draw out that understanding without it having to be a barrier. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. Um, you, you want, you know that the students know the concept. Um, you don't necessarily want to assess them on the content and, and the knowledge or the, you know, the specifics of it, but you want to kind of see their overall understanding. So what are some creative ways that you can assess that? Now, I personally think that the project that you just spoke about is a wonderful, amazing way of assessing your students' understanding. Um, so you're giving them that real world experience. There's a lot of student choice in there. Um, were your students creating videos and like written um, blogs, like vlogs and written content? Yeah, so they did have a choice. Like, um, like you said, student choice. I'm huge on student choice. It has a lot more buy-in. And then it also has them understanding better, I think. So they actually had the choice. They had to submit three somethings. I didn't care if it was three blogs, three podcasts, or three blogs. Um, but some chose to just do um, an audio component for podcast. Some were just written, and a couple branched out and tried the video one as well. Yeah, I think that is like, again, like the prototype of um, assessing students, right? So you're, you're not like giving them a quiz, you're not giving them a test, you're not saying do this and do that. There's so much flexibility in there for them to showcase their strengths and show you their understanding in different ways. Um, so I think you, you thought of the problem, but I think you have the solution. You just didn't know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are authentic demonstrations of student competencies where they synthesize. Like you, you gave them the perfect conditions to synthesize their skills, their knowledge, and apply them in a way that was practical and applicable to them. Like, bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Madison, Sherry has been dying to ask you this very serious thought-provoking question that she spent like days thinking about. So I'm going to give the I floor lost, to Sherry. I lost sleep over it. Yeah, it's real. It's for real. It is. Yeah. Okay. How much wood? Yeah. Okay. Do I need to? Okay. Go. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck 
if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Okay, I think I got your question and I'm glad you were the one asking it instead of me. Um, I think they would chuck wood. I don't know. I don't know how much though. <laughs> you think if a woodchuck could chuck wood, the woodchuck would chuck wood, but you don't know how much wood a woodchuck would chuck. Given the opportunity though, they would if they could. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> I Jody, oh, like I'm pretty sure Jody has has questioned why she started inviting me to these things. <laughs> this is like the highlight of what I do, honestly. <laughs> Sherry goes. Sherry sent me a message last night. She's like, "You sent Madison that question." <laughs> I was excited. I was like, "Yes, it made the cut." <laughs> <laughs> um, but in all honesty, she, she actually does have, hold on, cheeks, relax, okay. She actually does have a good, serious um, question that I could tell when I read it, like Sherry wrote a lot of these questions out. When I read it, I could see Sherry's passion and enthusiasm like seeping out of this question. So I'm going to let her close it off with this question. Go ahead, Sherry. Okay. So... I'm a grade seven teacher. I, I've taught junior high, seven, eight, nine, but I identify as a grade seven teacher. And, and for over a decade now, I've always referred to my grade sevens as my babies. And that's how I talk to them. That's how I start the year every year. I'm just like, you are my babies. You need to understand that. And they giggle and they think it's funny. And I'm like, no, but seriously, I lose sleep over you. I think about you when I'm brushing my teeth. On my way to work, I'm thinking about how am I going to help D? What am I going to do for S? You know, you consume my thoughts and I love you dearly. You are my babies. So my question for you is, and, and my question, this question comes from when I kick off my year and whenever I uh, interact with my babies, I always think, what, what do I want them to take away from me? How do I want them to feel when they turn and they walk away every time? So my question for you is if, is, if there is one message that you could give to your grade sevens unabashedly right now that they wouldn't see or hear until they graduate high school, what would you say to them? What would you want them to know now more than ever that they can take with them for the rest of their lives? Um, so I would, I would ask them to determine what success means to them not the internet, not their friends, but what is success for you? And then I want them to understand that they have the tools that they need to be successful. Now, if they don't feel like they have the tools, start with building your confidence. It might be the biggest hurdle, but it might be the only hurdle. Build your confidence, you have the tools. If you are missing some of the tools, like actually not just being underconfident, but you're missing some, advocate for yourselves um but ultimately the choice to be successful is up to you well boom, boom. <laughs> mic drop mic drop Jeremy get out of my brain um Madison you're a breath of fresh air honestly like it's so nice talking to you and hearing how much you relate and care for your students and offer them these rich opportunities I'm so happy that you have Edwin as a tool, but I'm even happier that your students have you as a teacher. Um, we would love to follow up with you, maybe like 
next year, same time, and just see how um, your journey has continued with Edwin and as a teacher, hopefully in the classroom. Um, and and if you're if you're willing to do that, we would love to take you up on that. To say, Madison, I, I'd love to echo Jody's sentiments and just add that you have honestly re-inspired me. Oh. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I'm just like this. Right here. <laughs> this is why I became a teacher. This is what I love doing. You, it's. I'm just so happy that you uh, that you agreed to join us today and and to share your experience because I think it's an important. It's yours is an important story for people to hear. I was a little nervous coming in, like fresh graduate, no like limited teaching experience. But um, thank you for those kind sentiments, and I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>